0: Welcome, Mama. You've got your hands full, I know. As a mama for myself, I can relate to the exhausting days of motherhood with wiping messy faces, correcting attitudes, and picking up those countless piles of laundry. But I have found that if we search deeply and open our hearts, we can experience motherhood in a whole new light. By applying biblical principles, we can have joy, we can have peace, And we can have purpose in motherhood. Join me weekly for a little spiritual water for your weary soul. Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Purpose of Motherhood podcast. I'm Ashley Caston, so thankful that you are here we are in the middle of recital week in our house i have four little girls and two of them are in dance and so this has been a little bit of a crazy week for us we have dance practice or rehearsal four days this week and then we have recital on saturday so it's just been a lot of hustle and bustle around here but it's exciting because this is what they work for all year long and we finally get to watch them dance after a whole you know year of them working it's what we look forward to every year. And actually last year they did a virtual recital and we only got to watch them like with a link that they gave us. Um, So, you know, it was a total bummer because that's, you know, what you look forward to the whole year long, you know, the whole year. And then we don't get to see them practice. We just drop them off at the studio and, you know, leave and come back and pick them up. And so we really don't know what they're learning in there. (laughs) I mean, we get to see it when they kind of dance around the house and stuff, but Recital is like the big showcase so this year we are so thankful to be able to sit and watch them and enjoy it and see the costumes and everything they've learned and worked for so we're excited about that. Okay well tonight we are talking about nightmares and if you have a little one with nightmares or night terrors um, anything like that you are really going to I feel like learn a lot and reap a lot from tonight's message because these are things that I have gained through the years from other wise people around me that I have just clung to and I needed these things to help me uh, navigate this with my own children. I honestly never thought that um, bad dreams could be such a spiritual thing and that's kind of what we're going to talk about tonight, I mean it is what we're going to talk about, the spiritual side of um, nightmares and such that you 're not going to hear from your pediatrician you know or you know on some television show like they 're not going to talk about that, even though there 's a lot of churches don't don 't touch on spiritual warfare, and maybe you find yourself in that place where you 've never been taught about that, and if that 's you, you are in good hands because i 'm going to walk us through it and Give you the scriptures to back it up so you know that this isn't just some crazy theology I came up with, but that um this is what the the word says um, and if you are a seasoned mama in spiritual warfare, this is going to be good for you too, because there are a lot of tools I didn't know about, and I recently um just kind of learned more about or things in the Bible that I could start applying. And when it came to praying over my children and covering them and teaching them how to even, you know, uh, engage in that battle themselves, like how to, how to teach them to put on their own armor. So, all right. Well, this started for me back when Paisley and unfortunately I did not know all that I know now. And so looking back, I wish I would have had someone teaching me all of this, but that's okay. Um, So with Paisley, she started having night terrors pretty young, and if you mamas, if you have a child that has night terrors, my heart goes out to you because I feel like that is one of the hardest things to overcome with your kids when they're at that age and they start having night terrors because there is literally nothing you can do other than just hold them in the middle of the night and wait till they come out, you know, wake up. I mean, we tried everything, Paisley, and if you don't know what night terrors are, they're a little different than nightmares, and a night terror, the child is almost um, like, it's like sleepwalking, but sleep crying, and, and having a nightmare all at the same time, right, like they're not awake, but they look like they're awake, and they're just screaming and crying in the middle of the night, and it can go on for half an hour, and so the whole time you're just sitting there going, it's okay, you're okay, you're okay, I'm right here, mommy's right here, you know, wake up, wake up, and they're just, they're not, and so, Um, we were trying to figure out, you know, what was going on with that. I was praying over her every night, you know, just saying, okay, like, you know, just praying for sweet dreams, praying that she would rest peacefully, trying to figure out, you know, what in the world was causing these. And, um, yeah, I mean, we just had to like wait till she outgrew it kind of, you know, just wait till they stopped. But each one of my kids have experienced nightmares at some point or another in some form or another so maybe not night terrors but just bad dreams recently it was my um six-year-old that kept saying that she would have these bad dreams and so here I am I mean I've been like saved my whole life right like and grew up in the church and raising our kids to love the Lord and like feeling like we're doing all the right things and My kids kept getting attacked with these nightmares and I just kind of, I honestly, I think at some point just kind of figured, well, I guess this is just kind of normal. This is part of life, right? Which is something that the society tries so hard to sell us that fear is just normal, right? It's it's normal to be afraid of things. It's normal to have nightmares. It's normal to, um, you know, feel anxious and terrified about things. But when you look at the Bible, the Bible says, no, do not fear, do not be anxious about anything, right? To set our minds on things above. And so, um, you know, like it really, we really have to shift our mindset to realize that, wait, wait a second, like we've been sold a lie here. This is not normal. It's not just okay. It shouldn't just be permissible for our kids to have um, nightmares. But but then also we we kind of have to figure out what's going on right like why are they having these and what do we do about it how do we get them to stop if it is something more than just what they ate that night then how do we get them to stop and that's kind of where I was at it's like well I mean you know like either these things are just normal and I gotta get used to it or I gotta figure out like if this is a spiritual thing I need my weapons I need to figure out how to come against these and I had a really sweet friend who I just have so much respect for um who knows a lot about spiritual warfare one day i was talking to her and just mentioned that um that my 6-year-old was having these nightmares and she said oh well do you pray this over them at night before bed and i was like no <laughs> but this makes so much sense i don't know why i have it and she's like oh yeah i pray that um over my boys every night before they go to bed and um we don't deal with nightmares and I'm like, okay, well, can you text me? I said, can you text me exactly what you pray? Because <laughs> I need that. Um, and here is the whole idea before, behind what she was praying. It wasn't anything, you know, this specific. It's not like a chant or something you do for kids. Nothing weird like that, right? She just was praying um, a prayer that closed door, closed the doors to all, any kind of demonic influence over their minds, um, over their thoughts, over their spirits, and over their dreams. So anything... That the enemy could come and try to torment in the night. She was just cutting it off. That was it. It was just part of their prayer routine at night. And so I, like when she said that, I just all of a sudden realized that oh my gosh, there is such a huge opportunity for the enemy to come and to attack our children when they're in a state um, to where their spirits and their minds are vulnerable, right? Like, I think of the um, passage where Jesus is praying in the Garden of uh, Gethsemane. I can't ever say that word. He's praying in the garden, okay? (laughs) Um, And he's telling his disciples, he's telling um, the ones that he brought with them, he said, do not fall asleep, like, stay here, pray, keep watch. And he comes back, and they're sleeping, and he's saying... Like you need to pray and keep watch so you don't fall into temptation. Like he's saying, like, like, how could you in this moment just fall asleep and open yourself up to temptation? And so it made me think of, you know, us when we are sleeping like that, we have to be guarded too while we sleep because the enemy is going to take every opportunity he can to come and torment, to bring division, to bring, um, you know, like think about the dreams that, Um, a husband or a wife could have that like of lustful thoughts or um, of other people like how he could come and try to bring division in a marriage while we sleep right I mean how many of us have had that happen where you have a dream of you know an ex or somebody and you're like oh where'd that come from and you're almost kind of ashamed of it right where you're going where did that come from and why am I having I shouldn't be having that kind of dream or you have you know a nightmare and you wake up just terrified in the middle of the night and so um anyways this just opened a whole nother world to me where I realized that like oh I need to be covering our family as we sleep like I need to be covering us before we sleep so that way um, just not giving the enemy any opportunity because here's what the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly realms. And here's another verse too that I love in first Peter five, eight, it says, be sober minded, be, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil prowls around like a roaring, roaring lion seeking someone to devour This is such a powerful picture of the need for spiritual protection over our kids as I sleep and over ourselves as we sleep because if the enemy doesn't take any rest and he prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, I ain't gonna let that happen in my house. Like I am not willing to allow the enemy to rule the night in my home. I will not allow him to take the this place in their minds that was meant for the Lord's visions and use it for terror. I'm just not going to let that happen. I want my children to lay down at night and I want them to sleep peacefully. And I want the Lord to speak to them. I want their spirits and their minds to be open to the Lord, to hear them like Samuel did. I want them to wake up and talk about what the Lord showed them. I want them to talk about angels and about prophetic things That's my vision for my family. What about you? What do you want for your kids? Are you willing to stand and to be the guardian of the home and to put your foot down and say, no longer will I allow this to go on? No longer will I allow my children to be tormented, my husband to be tormented, myself. No longer will I allow the enemy to come and bring lustful dreams, sinful dreams to bring terrifying dreams. We're cutting that off now. Because you do have that authority. You do. And you can stand in that place for your family and begin to pray that. So if your children experience night terrors, I don't know if you can relate to this, but if you've been in that place of just feeling like, okay, I'm, this is just normal. And maybe you've gotten advice from people and they've said that same thing. It's normal. They'll grow out of it you know, or you've talked to the pediatrician about it, and they've said, well, this is very common among children, but you had something in you that said, but I don't want this, I want something different, then we got to do something about it. You and I have to begin to change um, that, change that mindset, um, to change the, the dialogue about that, and to begin to go, okay, God, like, You've got another plan for it and show us what that is. So what is God's plan for dreams? What what did he create these for? What If God is using those for his glory, what was his plan for that? There's a verse in Acts 2.17 that says, In the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. God uses dreams to speak to us. We see this again and again in scripture where God will give a king a dream or he'll give, um, you know, a woman a dream, whoever. He'll give someone a dream and then there's usually interpretation along with it and the dream is... Um, giving either some kind of warning or it's giving plans for the future, God can speak to us in such a powerful way through our dreams. I've experienced this many, many times in my life, in my life, in in my lives, I don't know why I said that, many times in my life. um, In fact, that's probably one of the main ways that the Lord speaks to me um, is while I sleep. Some of the times that I have, heard him the clearest like almost audibly and I can't say that it was exactly audibly because I'm never fully awake but very very clearly like where it's not where I'm not going was that my thought or was that God where I know it was God um, has been while I'm sleeping Um, oftentimes I will have a dream and I will kind of wake up out of the dream but I'm not fully awake right and I will hear him speak as soon as the dream has ended and usually it's about the dream and so the next morning, I will um, get up and write it down as soon as I do. And I always know that those dreams are from the Lord because there are a lot of details in them, and they are very remem- like um, memorable. So it's not one where I'm kind of like, oh, that was a weird dream, and I can't really remember what happened. It's like, no, I remember there was a red car, and I pulled up to this blue house, and there were seven squirrels up in the tree about me you know (laughs) I'm just messing with that one but really there are a lot of details in it and I remember it the next day um or I'll remember something the Lord spoke to me right after I woke up from the dream and I've had this happen um you know countless countless times sometimes more in certain seasons than others um but I've always known that it's a way that the Lord speaks to me and I know that he wants to do the same with my children, which then makes sense why the enemy would attack in that area, right? The Lord doesn't want that. The Lord doesn't want our dreams to be used for his glory. He wants us to be afraid of our dreams. So um, when we look at then our families and say, okay, well, we see God's picture for dreams and how he can use them for his glory, but what's going on here? Why is that not playing out in... My family well I like to look at it um, from a standpoint of, of roots and things that open doors really um, areas that the enemy um, or things that we allow in our lives that then gives the enemy an open door to come and attack in, in those ways. One of the biggest areas that the enemy uses for terror and for fear in children is television. And movies or entertainment, really, I should say, because it could even be books, not necessarily even movies or TV. Um, But children aren't meant to fear the supernatural. That is not a normal thing in them from birth. Like they aren't, they don't come out of the womb like afraid of the dark, right? Where they're like, oh, there's a monster in my closet. That happens through the work of the enemy. And unfortunately, Hollywood has partnered with the enemy in so many different ways, right? That's why we can barely go see, like my husband and I. Feel like we can barely go see movies in the movie theater anymore because nothing is up for appropriate. Um, but <clears throat> Hollywood—I I mean, how many movies does Hollywood produce based off of fear, right? And we know for adults, like I mean, they go big time into there's like some very demonic, fearful. Uh, movies that have been pr- produced that are absolutely um have a have a demonic agenda behind them but also with kids a lot of times like in movies and in books and shows things that they watch they put things in there and we have to be very um mindful of this aware of it and we have to be garden guardians of that because here's what the bible says i told you i'm going to bring this all back to the word the word says Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Take no part in it. Have no part in that in your home. Look, we aren't called to be normal people. Sometimes we feel awkward about things and think that we, you know, can't cut certain things out of our lives because we don't want to be the weird Christian people, right? Well, guess what, guys? We are totally called to be the weird Christian people. We are called to be in the world and not of the world because Normal is not working in our society today. I don't care if it is normal for your kids to watch um whatever horror movies or anything with <clears throat> maybe even just like, you know, witches in it and, you know. You have to decide, you have to let the Holy Spirit speak to you and decide what is okay and what's not okay for your family. It is not worth it to give the enemy any kind of open door into your home. So use discernment, use wisdom and ask the Holy Spirit to show you, you know, like I don't care if it is okay for, you know, for me, it's like, I don't care if it is okay for your uh, friends down the road or whatever. I'm setting the standards for our home based on what the Lord is showing me. And I'm not going to waver from those, um, because I know what's at stake here. I know what's at risk here. And unfortunately, most of the world turns a blind eye to that, to any kind of um, spiritual inf- uh, spiritual attack or any kind of demonic things attached to, you know. Th- they'll say, "Oh, it's just a movie. It's just a book. You know, it's not real." Um, but it's giving an open door to the enemy. Um, there's also like sinful activity that can open up doors, like doing pornography, if there's um, any kind of issue with that in the home, that can give an open door to the enemy. I mean, there's so many different things. And so that's what, as a parent, you have to just ask the Lord, you know, say, God, is there anything? Show me anything that maybe I have allowed in our home that is giving the enemy an open door and reveal it to me so that I can then repent of it, that I can cut it out, that I can break off any... Um, demonic stronghold from that and break off any ties with the enemy, you know, just saying like, Lord, I repent of, um, you know, bringing these movies in my home and I cut off any ties with the enemy from any demonic ties of fear. I cut it off now in the name of Jesus. Just even saying something as simple as that, just repenting, cutting it off and cutting any ties with any demons, um, closes that door and then protects our children from that. So that's one way or one area that it kind of can come in is through those open doors. Uh, but we also know too that the enemy is that prowling lion. And so um, we just have to be praying over our kids. It doesn't mean that just because our kids are having those nightmares that there is some kind of sinful activity going on in your home or you know that you are letting in those movies. He is a prowling lion. It could be because you are doing great things for the Lord. I heard a... Um, story recently or I read a story recently of a mission a family that was a missionary in another country and their child was getting tor, absolutely tormented with demonic dreams I mean this poor little baby would come to his parents and say um that he would have dreams of this this lady in black pants and a red bra coming and bringing um him poison apples to eat i mean that is like insane for a toddler to have a dream like that right and he would wake up crying and he'd say she's making me eat these apples oh, that's got satan all over it right and so they prayed over his room and they said okay like lord they prayed by his window and said um lord we just we, you know he said we come against this demonic you know spirit whatever it is you have no place here do not let him even or her even enter the window um and the next night the toddler after or the next day after he'd slept they asked if he had any, any bad dreams and he said no the lady couldn't get in my window is that not crazy right i mean if that doesn't make you want to just roar like a mama bear and pray over your kids right now i don't know what will um and so that you know in a case like that they were doing amazing things for the, for the lord and the enemy hates that he wants to come And make you afraid of that. Make you kind of draw back and go, "Oh, this is too much. We've gotten in too deep." You know, like, "Oh, we need to back off." Now we're getting attacked. No, that's when you you stand and you get other people praying with you, and um, you close those doors. So, here's what we do as mama bears over our children. We first of all we teach our children to put on the armor, and we do it ourselves. And I've talked about that a little bit before. Um, but we go to that verse about putting on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And so you teach him to put on the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness and the sword of the spirit and shoes of the gospel of peace. You teach them to put on the whole armor of God, and we do it ourselves too. And then you pray over them and shut the door to any of those demonic spirits. So you pray over them at night, and I'm going to tell you exactly what my friend told me to pray over my kids and it's very simple it's just I come against um, any demonic influence over my child's mind thoughts dreams her spirit while she sleeps I just cut them off now in the name of Jesus and that's it and then we actually take it a step further in our house and we say um, and we open up their minds their thoughts their dreams and their spirit to the Holy Spirit and Lord speak to them while they sleep. Let them have prophetic dreams and visions and help them remember their um, dreams the next day so that that isn't lost what you've spoken to them. So that's been kind of cool to add that to it too. Um, And my kids do really, like I am telling you this works because um, my kids don't have nightmares anymore and they have been telling me about dreams where they like remember details about it, Um, you know, and not all, it's not anything as of yet but I'm believing for that they haven't said like oh an angel you know I saw an angel in my sleep last night but they'll talk about you know going to someone's house and driving up in a blue car all these things that do mean things in dreams which by the way if you're looking for a book for dream interpretation I'm going to say this to you um do not just go google searching and do not just go buy a book on dream interpretation you have to be really careful because um there are is a lot of new age influence in uh the dream interpreting world a lot, and you don't want to go down that path at all. You don't want to get into that because that gets into a lot of just sketchy stuff and some um just things you don't want to partner with so um I have a book recommendation for you it is called. Uh, the ultimate guide to understanding the dreams you dream biblical keys for hearing god's voice in the night and it 's by Ira Milligan. I will put this in the show notes for you, so don't worry about writing it down um but that is a solid source for dream interpretation that is based on biblical symbols um so there's verses to back up like if a, if she says that a um i can 't even think of a good example right now, but a car if a car represents your ministry like she'll give Um, verses to back that up so that's a solid one and anytime you do do any kind of thing with dream interpretation you want to make sure that it's from the word and not from anything new agey okay so we teach them to put on the armor we pray over them shut the door we teach them um how to oh and we teach them verses that was the last things So just like we talked about last week with declaring verses over your kids, here's some really good verses for your kids to declare at night. Proverbs 3.24 says, If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. It's a great one even to have hanging in the room. And Psalm 91 That's a fantastic one to memorize. It's a longer one, but you guys could do it together piece by piece. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you uh, with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler and it keeps going on and on. And so that's another one that you can recite um, at night before bed and then as you pray over them and just cut off any influence uh, of uh, demonic spirits over their minds, thoughts, dreams and spirit as they sleep. So hopefully this was just helpful and encouraging for you. I really think like imagine if our kids, if we start applying this and if our children Instead of having night terrors, if, what if they were having night encounters with the Lord? What if they were waking up talking to us about angels or prophetic things or, you know, seeing a river in heaven or um, or even just like beautiful, happy dreams, you know, about God's creation, about the birds and about, um, you know, baby kittens and all of those things. That's what we want for them. We want them to lie down and get good rest and for uh, their dreams to be used for good and not harm. But that's going to take us standing in the gap. And that's, um, that's what we're here for. We are the mama bears and the protectors that have got to be constantly searching the word and um, asking the Lord for discernment, asking the Holy Spirit to guide us and to give us wisdom in um, you know, just teaching them and training them and protecting them. Pray for you and your kiddos now as we close. God, thank you that you have created dreams for your glory and for your use, God. Thank you that your desire is to speak to us while we sleep. God, we just come against any demonic influence over our children's minds, over their thoughts, over their dreams, and over their spirits while they sleep. God, we open up their minds, their thoughts, their dreams, and their spirits to the Holy Spirit. God, would you come and speak to our children? Would you give them dreams, God, from you? Would you speak clearly to them and give them uh, pictures of heavenly things, things that would inspire them, that would encourage them, um, that would give them a closer relationship with you? God, we repent for any area where we've given the enemy a foothold in our home, bringing any kind of influence over our dreams, we cut that off now in the name of Jesus. We repent and we break off any ties with any demonic spirits, any spirit of fear, any spirit of lust, any spirit um, of any kind of tormenting spirit. We cut it off now in the name of Jesus. Thank you that we are free from that and that we can stand in the gap for our children so that they have dreams that glorify you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.